Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Okay. Far <laughs> from the realm of automation. That's right, because okay. that's, that's downstairs. So we, the realm of automation. Yeah. <laughs> realm of automation is very much is very much downstairs. And it's like it's a long walk. And you've had already a, 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 you know, a reasonably long day. Uh, <laughs> uh not super long. I think it's probably about mid afternoon. Okay. Oh, didn't, didn't we resolve to have a nap or something? Oh no, we teleported down. back into the thing in the middle of the day, you're quite right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like mid afternoon. Yeah. It's like mid-afternoon, and you have just, along with Zouchette, and by means of Zouchette, in fact, teleported into the middle of the street in Vanguard. It is the middle of the afternoon. You have been underground all day. It's really sunny here. It's very bright. None of you can see. Um you can see just enough to understand that you are being stared at. Uh, there's some pointing. People do not normally teleport into the middle of the street next to a parasol seller. Episode title, it's always sunny in Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Also, usually people aren't names. So get that squared away. Yeah, well, you, you have that thought of, huh, we're here with a gnome, and then you look around and you can't see a gnome. Minus gnome. Oh, oh no. I oh. I have Wisdom Wait. 14, and I recall that the gnome is an extremely powerful wizard. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> and I simply don't worry about it. And I assume it's fine. <laughs> right, lunch? Lunch sounds good. Lunch, then. I'm not going to make you roll to find lunch. You, you, you are in a city during the day. Um, you, you can find lunch. It's up to you whether you want to stay up in this upper part of the city and find, like, restaurant lunch or go down towards the water and find street food lunch. I'd, I'd, I'd be inclined to go down. I think we should find street food lunch because we are all um, varying levels of soaked in water... Right, you are, and... <laughs> you are likely to be turned away from any good restaurants because you are <laughs> filthy, bloody, and uh, a drow. Which in this city they don't like. Oh yeah, yeah. I come to think. Oh well, yeah, we forgot. <laughs> and, and you sort of remember as you realise oh. that the looks, even after you teleported, you're still kind of getting some looks, and you're like, oh yeah. Completely covered in symbols of the messenger. Covered in moons, and we came here because they don't like that. This is why we chose this spot. Well, well. here we are. I have actually forgotten why we're here. Uh, you're we're here, here to find, find a dwarf. <laughs> Literally any dwarf. We're here to see a dwarf about a book. 
I mean, ideally, ah, there'll right. be like an Earthshaker shrine or something, but you know. Yes, hopefully not just like any random dwarf on the street, if that can be avoided. <laughs> I mean, are you looking for a random dwarf on the street, or are you looking for lunch? Lunch first, lunch, lunch first, first. Lunch first. Definitely lunch first, and then we'll go and try and find a um, maybe a nice Earthshaker temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You find you find a a perfectly nice lunch consisting of like flatbread and some lamb, but rather more grilled fennel and like yogurt sauce. That's very nice. Mm. That's very nice. I approve of this. <laughs> this is your like continuous update on like food that is and is not too foreign for Craig, <laughs> <laughs> who is a look. He's just provincial, is all. Right, right. They are. They have opinions on food, and it shouldn't be too weird. Is their opinion? And it, you know, it sets you back a few copper because you are buying street food, so we won't worry about it. Um, Zouchette, at some point when you are ordering your flatbreads, will say, "Does anyone want to split so I could have a half?" Just sort of what, from nowhere. What does Zouchette? Ah, uh, Zouchette is invisible. Zouchette is, yes. is 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 clearly <laughs> by by this means revealed to be like, yeah, she's invisible. She looked around. Well, uh, Everyone was looking at me in a inconvenient way, and I decided it would be easier if they weren't. I, I would be willing to um, share, but also I'm a bit mournful and reluctant because I am quite large, is the thing. Why don't you have a whole one and half of mine? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am happy with this arrangement, and I will <laughs> go along with it. More than able to pack away a flatbread and a half. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a late lunch and you fought a battle today. Yeah. I never had fennel as a vegetable. I've had it as like, you know. Oh man, it's good. I've had like fennel as a, you know, a thing. The thing of fennel. Fennel seeds as a... Yeah, I am fond of fennel as a vegetable, I think. I mean, you have to be willing to... Yeah, it tastes of fennel. You have to be okay with that. Not going to deny it has a flavour. Kind of carrot, apparently. I can see that. If what you wanted to eat was the stem instead of the root. Hmm. We do Anyways. weird things with selective breeding. Anyway, um, <laughs> you and your gnome have been fed. You are now in the lower city. Um, the buildings are smaller. They are all almost all of the buildings are one or two story, flat roof, white painted affairs. Um, you have previously, on your previous visit, visited uh, the temple of the Sleeping Queen. Uh, I think it's fair to say you turned up and presented them with a problem. Mm. Uh, but they did solve it for you, so there's Very that. Very nice of them, yes. Um, you can probably find a temple to... You can probably find a temple to all five of the Council of Light gods. Uh, and the reason you are considering doing that is, of course, that the only surviving dwarven god is part of the Council of Light. That's Earthshaker. However, you also possibly were looking ra- rather than for the temple just for a dwarf. Yeah. I feel happy enough going for Earthshaker. I don't know about anyone else. Definitely um, looking for an Earthshaker temple first. If we can't find one, which seems unlikely, then we'll maybe look for a dwarf. But mm-hmm. Somebody roll me an investigation check, please. 
not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, 13. Ooh. And here was me thinking, well, if they get 15, it's this. And if they get 20, it's that. Oh, I got a 24. <laughs> there we go. Oh so maybe... May- <laughs> Maynard is just, I don't know, distracted by lunch, licking yogurt off his fingers and... Teen ain't bad. Thirteen's <laughs> not good. In the foreign... No, I, got, I, I, got yeah. a pl- I have a plus eight to intelligence, so... so actually, five. it was a five? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have a plus eight to intelligence? Well, no, not my what two kind of tweet out wizard are you? <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> that, that, I was going to say, that is, that's, that's a large modifier. What's going on with your right. character sheet? <laughs> are you by any chance, have you by any chance built a 3.5 character by mistake? <laughs> Sorry, I meant my, uh, my investigation. No, 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 poorly on purpose. To investigation makes more sense. However, uh, Rill has uh, done rather better. Um, Rill has the rather, rather intelligent thought that although there's bound to be a temple to the Earthshaker or to the Pantheon as a whole that the, the mainly human or part Elvish inhabitants of this city worship at, um, probably any dwarves that moved here might have their own temple that was, you know, less connected to, because they have, because they're an immigrant population and rather than fully merging their religious practices with these other gods who just apparently were on the same side in the gods' civil war, might have one to their own pantheon, even though most of them are dead. Um, And is correct in this, in that you find um, you spot a dwarf and you don't exactly follow them, but as you're keeping an eye out for temple, you are keeping an eye out for dwarves. And Mm -hmm. you sort of generally going with the flow of the occasional dwarf you see and which directions they're moving in to find the the dwarven... Dwarf osmosis! (laughs) Well, you're finding the dwarf quarter. Yeah. Rather than following a specific dwarf. And it's not purely lived in by dwarves, uh, but there is definitely a part of this lower city where most of the dwarves yeah. live. And here As on to find... a Chinatown or such. Yeah, very analogous to that sort of thing. Um, and you will find a... Um, it is a wooden door rather than a, a stone one, but they've kind of carved it as if it was stone mm-hmm. in terms of the... the style of the sculpture and the, the door itself is quite heavily decorated um at ground floor in, in a, a, a not a particularly fancy looking building um but it's carved with the symbols or the emblems of uh all five of the dwarven gods in these sort of panel i guess a set of five panels one above the other each with a recognizable Icon. Hmm. I briefly, I briefly give real the side eye, and I'm like, "Am I going to have to like? Are we going to have to drape a sheet over you?" Uh, I hope not. But uh, suppose we'll see how this goes. Um... Hmm. Yeah. Well, no sense beating around the bush, eh? We'll knock, I suppose. Okay. Um. It it takes uh, a moment, you know, a, f- a few moments for someone to come and answer the door. Um, but they do. Uh, um, the door swings open and, and you see a, a middle-aged dwarf. Um, she looks like she's probably perpetually sunburned. It's got that, she, you know, her, her skin has that sort of slightly tanned and yet still 
peeling effect of someone who just isn't isn't suited to the weather here at all. Oh. <laughs> Wearing the the lightest linen shirt she could find and a skirt, uh, similarly, um, which is dyed bright orange. The skirt is. And she looks up at you with this expression of polite puzzlement and says, it's never locked. Can we do something for you? Uh, and we got some we got some books. <laughs> her gaze kind of slides past you to find Rill, and she, the expression changes from genuine polite puzzlement to carefully not making an expression other than polite puzzlement. I will repeat more forcefully. We rescued. Some, we rescued. Some, we rescued some books that were going to become that were going to become waterlogged. That were going to become waterlogged in a sinking temple. We're by way of adventurers, you understand. Roll persuasion. Oh, good. Oh, good. I love as we know your favourite skill. <laughs> it's the parent energy. Trick is just surrounded by a group of people shorter hey. than them, and they're like, clearly, I have to take the lead here. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. I don't think we need um, whatever you're selling. Oh, I look helplessly at someone and... more charismatic than me. <laughs> yes. Emperor oh, will... Will uh, starts, like, he pulls out one of the books, like, whatever uh, one that he has been most recently reading, and just, like, sh- just, like shoves it at her before she slams the door in our faces. Yeah, she, she takes it, but still with a very not sure that anything going on here is... Is, is desirable. I we're we're not looking to. to... We're what happened? Your there? books. Well, they're Earth yeah, no, no, books. What, what what have you handed her? Have you given her one of the the theological ones or one of the prophecy books? Uh. What, what, what did you stick your hand in there and think book? <laughs> uh, probably one of the theological ones. Okay. So you you pull out and hand over this this uh this leather bound time it's obviously because of the work you did in very good condition now um, although showing showing certain signs of age that presumably it had before it went into the water mm. uh, and it's stamped on the front cover with sorry i heard a noise but i think it was the species of large mouse known as the next door neighbors it has stamped on the cover um one of one of the emblems one of the less pictorial and more symbolic emblems of Stonewalker. And she's sort of trying to hand it back to you when she sees this emblem and the title, which is written in, in Dwarvish. Oh. What? Flips it open. This... Well, this is old. What? I think you'd better come in. Hmm... Do, do, do you go inside, or are you having this conversation? No, we go inside. Real explains as I like walk in through the the front door. So reluctant to go inside. Yeah, a bit. Do I have to duck? But... No, this appears to be uh, a um, a repurposed building, and uh, it's not quite tall enough for them to have split in two. So they've just left it to have very high ceilings. One thing I like about dwarves is the like cultural tendency towards monumental architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I mean, if it was a halfling house, they absolutely would have put a second floor in here, and you'd be like, I can stand in your foyer. <laughs> That's it. Imagining <laughs> halflings with a lawyer foyer. Absolutely. If you're taking over a human building, you leave the lawyer foyer <laughs> so that the delivery people can fit inside. 
you might have human friends who come over for tea and they can sit in the foyer, which is where they fit. And you can just sort of sit upstairs and be eye level. It's all very civilized. <laughs> However, the dwarves are not. The dwarves tend a little taller than the halflings. And when you're four or ish foot tall, it doesn't really become comfortable to split the whole height of the room in half. So they just have really tall ceilings. So you mm. can fit in. Right. I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Trick looks extremely. It's Trick's turn to look dubious about this whole situation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, rather than sort of take you into any side rooms, um, this dwarf will just let you into the main space, which is where the front door opens into. Um, it has benches around the edge of the room, um, all of them cushioned. It has like murals painted onto whitewashed walls. Um, but with that same angular style that is derived from, from the stone carvings. And some somewhat threadbare rugs and cushions scattered around on the floor for, you know, when there's more people in here than can fit on the benches. Um, and an altar which has been built at dwarf height um, at the front of the room. And there's, there's a couple of doors that clearly lead deeper into the building to, to other spaces, but you're not immediately being invited further than than this main space um and she will sit down on one of the padded benches at the side of the room and say uh, where exactly did did you get this and uh, how writing anything say well, I'm being detained. <laughs> <clears throat> well like my sibling and ever gestures to uh trick like my sibling says we are something of adventurers, and we were hired to look through a to make a dwarven ruin safer for historians who uh, to learn more about it. And along the way, we found these books and thought they would be better at home with some actual people who study the religion than with the students from the college that we were hired by. There's a visible wince at that thought. Yes, I don't think it would have been best with them. What do you want for it? Nothing. No one wants nothing. <laughs> Alright, you don't, you don't want money and gems for it. What, what do you want for it? And I wouldn't say no to a place to sleep for the night, but if you don't have that to offer, I don't mind. Shooting Ember a look. <laughs> Rilla's also shooting Ember a look. Why? Never mind. Really, we just wanted to return these to people who could appreciate them. These plural? Oh, uh, yes, hold on. We have a few more. <laughs> A few. Yeah. A few, he says. <laughs> a few, you know. Uh, this is a boy who grew up in a library, so he says... Okay, fair, fair. Starts, you know, uh, uh, sits down on one of the, you know, benches and just starts, like, digging through the bag, pulling out all of the dwarven books, making le neat little stacks. Um, yeah. By way of... Sorry, go ahead. By way of pressure to be... to just sort of discharge duty, I suppose, at this point, like... Um, they're f they're from they're from they're from Bra they're from Bra 
Bra I think this is in character stumbling over the Barrogrim. No, you know what? In character, say Barrogrim. Um, <laughs> they're from Bar they're from Barrogrim, so uh, they're from Barrogrim. The college hasn't set out this expedition yet, so if you want to beat them to the punch, the boathouse, the bo the boat lift is open but non-functional now. If you like climbing, though, and I shrug expressively. I don't. I don't think we have anyone from Barrogrim. They mostly didn't come this far south, but we're in touch with some. I, that is a lot of books. And, and Rill is, like, reaching into this bag of holding and pulling out handfuls yep. of books and just stacking them up. This is, this is uh, a couple of hundred volumes. Um, <laughs> all in apparently, like, good condition. <laughs> Uh, Real does get distracted as he pulls out ones that he has like started to read through, and he goes, "Oh yes, this one's very interesting." You see, they start discussing um, what they think all the different pillars are carved with in the actual gods, you know, um, domain. And it's I don't really know much about stonework, but it was very interesting from just a, a technical standpoint. I thought and. Why he says why he is like pulling out like other you know of of things. Yeah, she has this look of sort of deeply interested and sort of wanting to have that conversation, and then reaches out for the book, sees your hand, kind of pulls back slightly. Um, thank you uh, for for bringing these i Bravelgrin was was flooded i we didn't think there'd be anything worth going back for at least n not paper they were a little damaged but um can do some small magic and i i managed to fix a couple of them up a couple a couple just just a couple this is this did you get every book in the temple think so that hadn't why? fully disintegrated at least you're a, you're a drow why why would you do that it's important to my god this, this sort of knowledge shouldn't be this isn't the sort of thing that should be kept secret or hidden away somewhere in a in a college classroom that never be read by the people it belongs to or a drow library or a drow library what are your people going to say when you say you gave all this to us don't think i have to mention it to them honestly <laughs> what did you just say about secrets oh, some secrets are good to be kept they don't know won't hurt them all right we we can't we can't just take these and give you nothing. Oh. We, we, will, we will take them, but, but you have to let us do something to, to recognize what it is you've brought. I really don't need much. Uh, as my friend said earlier, perhaps a place to sleep for the night? Of course, but that hardly covers... You said you were adventurers. Are you doing any... And adventurers have quests and 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 missions. I, mean, I suppose we're gonna be we're gonna have to navigate 
we we are expecting to have to navigate a sort of underground labyrinth in the near future. I don't know if you've got any enchanted yarn. It's a, or something on those lines. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of drow. We we have proper cities with maps. Yeah. I turn to I turn well, I turn I turn to real very quickly. Like, Do you have enchanted yarn? <laughs> Not on me, no. Only the children need that at home. Well, I I hate to to be the one to say it, but I mean, we don't know how long it's going to take us to get where we need to go. And I don't know about you, but I don't have any money, considering we're going to need to charter a ship at some point. Oh, wait, what? When are we going to need to charter a ship? I think. Mm, not as I don't long think we need as... to charter a ship. Not, not as long as um friend is with us. I don't think we'll be chartering any ships. What about place uh, food, drink, supplies, potions, healing? Was like an hour of character. How long has it been since we last got like some sort of payout? Oh, I ages. Yeah, we have not been paid, <laughs> yeah, have not been paid in cash like for a while. You got. You got <laughs> we quit, I can't remember what the last. We quit like. our job, and, and is then it, is it? It Isn't may it actually the... have been the college was the last time you got paid. Yeah, yeah and like, was... um, just just so that I remember this right, uh, the Plaguelands is on a separate. It is on a different continent. Yeah. Yes. There you go. That's why we're going to need the ship. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that does actually. <laughs> did you just say? Did you just say? Oh, we need a ship to go to the Plaguelands. <laughs> no, no. I'm just reminding you where the Plaguelands is, and that we are going to need to go there at some point. Okay, but in character. <laughs> It carries a trick. Is like we don't need a ship. Why would we need a ship? And then Maynard says, "Well, there's a there's a very far away place that I don't think our friend has been to, so she wouldn't be able to show us the way." Oh, I look at you completely blank. Okay, so apparently we need to charter a ship. So you know what? If you want to pay us in gold and jewels, then yeah, then that, the, the dwarf that you're speaking with holds up her hands and says, "I I I don't. It doesn't matter to me whether you're going to charter a ship with it or not. Please <laughs> let us pay you for this." Grand. Good. Thank you. We would much rather pay you for this than owe you this kind of debt. I've done that. Um, I can you come back tomorrow? We can get you somewhere to sleep. I we don't keep Ab sacks of gold in the temple. <laughs> Absolutely, that's no trouble. Sounds good. Thank you, because I think we will need to go to the bank. I know we all want to function on charity and like good intentions. <laughs> no, that's a but... good, oh, that's yeah, a that's good, good idea. Yeah. Didn't even think no about like, getting to nobody the Nobody wants to ask the church. No one wants to. No, no one wants to ask the church for money. But where else are we going to get it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we do have a couple of chunky jewels that we could sell while we're in town. Yeah. As well. And Real still has platinum. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he's... here's the thing. Do do in this in this setting? Do the is there a is uh, well? I guess where I'm from. So I guess actually I, I'll be more specific. Because sorry, just go to go on a side note. Like the drow very much are like one global culture, whereas the dwarves yes. are much like the dwarves are much more yeah individual cities. Yeah, so sort of I guess it's much a thing then. Um, still, I might ask like. 
you wouldn't be able to recommend a good jeweler or such while we're in town, would you? If you're looking for a dwarven one, uh, certainly. If you, um, there are a, a couple in dwarf town. Um, I'm not sure. sure. I don't normally have to sell jewels, so it's just places that I've seen on the street. I'm afraid. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> you you are provided with directions to a couple of nearby dwarven dwarf run jewelers. With essentially no further information than that um, one of them does come to the church. That's fair. I, I'm willing to... I don't think we have a huge amount that we need to do in town. So I'm willing to volunteer at least. As someone who is who um, is not real. Um, to, and, and who is quite good at reading people. To do a little bit of shopping around for um, working out what is a good offer for these jewels and who is going to give us that offer and not try and cheat us. Fair. Um, before you go off on, on Sorry. Um, sort of jewelry selling expeditions, uh, Joste is very anxious that's that at least one of you should come back for the evening service so we can thank you properly and everyone can know where this all came from. Looking directly at our most irreligious mem- party member. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we all well, look at Maynard. Well, not necessarily looking at you, but not looking at Rel. Yeah, no, we're all looking at Maynard. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll come back. Thank you. Interesting Thank to see. You. Yes. Um, it, it's not a very um, exciting service. It's just a regular a prayer service. But, but everyone I know would like to thank you bef- before you go again for, for this and, and to hear. Um, what sort of state Browgrin is in, and how much is salvageable? Of course, be my pleasure to let you know. Wonderful. Uh, then we will see you this evening. And if you do want us to find you a, a place to sleep, I'm sure someone can can put you up. Although maybe not all, all in the same place. But uh, just just uh, come back during, at, at service time, and, and we'll find you somewhere to sleep if that's if that's how you'd like to do it. I'll look to my companions. See if this is amenable to them. Rocking. So, someone roll me an insight check. I will roll it. Okay. Thank you. That's a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, she's just being polite. You, you can't really read beyond that. <laughs> uh, perhaps we'll look around and see if we can't find something a bit... Um, or suited to people of our size. Uh, Rill you, sort of like not, looks not, at not Trick while he says that. <laughs> well, I, either way, just just let us know, and uh, I'll see you later for the prayer service. Um, I'm going to start trying to catalogue these now, and, and you leave her with her hoard of like <laughs> 200, 250 books. That were lost to history yesterday, <laughs> and go looking for your jewel seller. Um, this is, you know, finding the jewelers isn't hard. You're just sort of doing price comparison stuff. So roll, roll me a persuasion check. I think. I got a thirteen. I have a plus seven to persuasion, but these dice are not rolling well. Oh, game. Shake um, fist at D and D Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a little bit of a, a language barrier. I think you're basically going to get what, what I told you was headline price on them rather than any really, really bonus cash. Um, so I would I gave you a well, value you, last week. I can't remember what I said. You didn't give a value. You gave a value for diamond, but for the ruby and the sapphire, you just said similar size. Ah, yes, I did. And they are, for the size they are, you know, they're worth a bit less than diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably going to fetch you... Uh, the diamond was 400 by the way yeah the diamond was 400 I, uh, these are gonna fetch the best price you get works out to 500 for the pair all right so a, a little more than half the price of, of diamond because they are not diamond yeah. uh, at some point um Zouchette will uh, momentarily reappear <laughs> in the middle of your your group um, and you you'll see she's looking uncomfortable in the heat. She's got she's taken her cloak off, obviously, and has got it um, thrown over one arm. Um, but looks around and sighs heavily and lifts a hand and turns invisible again. Uh, should we nip up to the circles? Yes, please. Um, do that. They're like up on the. They're like up towards the heights, aren't they? They are. They're up towards the heights. Um, we're with sort of plenty of space around them, sort of the other side from uh, the docks at the bottom, and the sort of teleportation is towards the top. But it's it's a bit of a walk. It's a bit of a climb. Um, it's probably going to take you forty minutes to get up there and and look at the the circles. Um, the receiving circles all have covers on. Um, which is partly protection and partly, you suspect, to prevent any wizard who wanders by from bypassing the whole we charge people for teleportation system. Um, The sending circle you can see, but because it is a separate circle, that's a generic teleportation circle of the sort that you draw. You don't need to... It does, it does not give you the address of the place in the same way. It's the receiving circles that you need to see. And it ha- it's covered because they are trying to stop you from doing exactly this thing you are doing. Um, um, Maynard would probably recognize the general tactic of, ah, uh, yes, the circle still works with an inch thick wooden cover on it. But it means that when I land on it, I can't, I don't, I don't, instantly have the information I need to teleport here as often as I like without paying the fare. How is one supposed to teleport to here, then? You're meant to go as part of this network and pay them. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Curses. Um, I didn't think of that because I'm not a wizard. We could come back at night and pull the cover up. I guess they're probably still they probably keep going through them. Yeah. I mean, can you turn the cover invisible? That'd be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite funny. I don't think I can. Not off the top of my head. I might be able to disintegrate it. Well, I don't want to get into any legal trouble while we're here. Not that we'll be here long, but I feel like we should leave ourselves the options of coming back. Mm, I, I think the best I could do would be to set the cover on fire? 
which mm-hmm. I don't think would go unnoticed. Yeah. Well, why don't we buy a trinket or something from here? And now that you've been here and you'll have a trinket, can't you teleport that way? Yes, that that would that would do. It, it's it's a slightly more difficult spell, but it would be just as as reliable. Let's go and get some uh, some bit of. Uh, if we can pull up a weed or something, that would be better than. Uh, I'd, I'd be more confident that we got away with the parasol, but I'd rather have a bit of. I'm bit of stone I'm, or or something. I'm sure. I feel certain that somewhere in this city we can find a bit of brick or stone that's chipped. Right. I feel but, like you yeah. are, it is within your capability to go, oh look, broken roof tile and pick it up. Hooray. I have faith in your powers and I think that's within them. You do that. <laughs> you now have a, a, a piece of broken roof tile which you hand to an invisible Zouchette and watch it vanish as it goes into her pocket. Hooray. It's weird passing things to an invisible gnome but you manage. You sort of hold it out like you're trying to feed a dog. <laughs> it comes out of your hand and you're like, well, guess the gnome's got it. <laughs> I am running out of ways to stay invisible. Ah. So if, we can, if we're going to find a hotel, could we do it? Yes. Let's find a hotel. Or else a tea shop where they don't ask any questions. Are you looking for a fancy hotel and not a fancy hotel? The same hotel you were in last time? What's your plan? Considering the state not we're in, fancy. yeah, not fancy would be. <laughs> you look at yourselves hmm. in your seawater-soaked, bloodied things and go, mm, "We are not for the Ritz." And I don't think they'll be particularly excited to see us at the place that we stayed at last time. Yeah, didn't we like jump on the roof or burn a hole in the floor? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, no, I think you. I think you might have set the roof on fire. A mm. little bit. There was <laughs> well, there was a lot what of a screaming going on later in the night. It was not great. Yeah, weird puppet was hanging around. Nobody liked that. Mm-mm. Okay, you find an alternative cheap hotel. <laughs> um. Having had that advice last time that uh, the docks were not the best place to be a drow, uh, you you focus your attempt sort of slightly slightly further back from them um, and find a, a a shabby but functional place that can do you uh, two or three rooms. Um, it doesn't have a stable, but your horse is currently a statue, so you know Sorry. you can probably handle that. Um, they do look at you at the front desk. And and say, uh, honoured guests, uh, you are of course welcome to to go straight up to your rooms if that's what you wish. But uh, there is a public bathhouse uh, two streets that way if you would like. Sounds delightful. <laughs> Bless you. That whole thing is going to be run by them, the freaks and weirdos. <laughs> 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 Lady of boss names, silks and everything. You know what it is. Uh, yeah. Man. Not not aggressively so. It's not like you've been sent to a temple. There's just there's a little icon in a niche on the wall and a candle in front of it. Oh well. We do what we must. Yeah. And they take one look at you and they're like, 
you'll be wanting the laundry service as well. <laughs> it takes about an hour, but you're welcome to stay in the hot water and, and uh, enjoy yourselves until it's ready. Excellent. Right. We have our onset episode. Yes. The, uh, the fans should feel free to fill in the details. <laughs> I do not propose to narrate the rest of your hour in the bath, although if you wish to have some conversations while you are in the bath, feel free. Uh, there is no gnome in the bath with you, by the way. At some point, the gnome has slipped off, possibly to, uh, possibly to up to the room in the hotel, but the gnome has not felt, um, has not accompanied you to the bathhouse. Oh. That's okay, we can bring her back some nice soap or something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice soap. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice soap, it's floral. The, the water is not as hot as you are used to from like this is a warm place so the hot bath is just sort of warm rather than punishingly hot as you might be used to from the north epidarium mm. still it's uh, quite nice to be in I, I do like I do like imagining just like having full on like you get in the sauna you sweat it out you go jump in the river mm. racing yeah. roll in the Healthy. snow it's good for you <laughs> it's good for you to roll in the snow after your sauna Anyone who dies of thermal shock is just a weakling. It activates your circulatory system. And closes your pores. Closes your pores. Prevents the black death. <laughs> <laughs> you can't catch the plague if you die of hypothermia. Well known fact. Right. But yes, you are, you are free to have, you know, you are in not a purely private room. Um, the fashion here for bathhouses is that they are kind of social areas as well so there mm. are the washing rooms which i assume you would go through first mm -hmm. certainly you are expected to and then there is the big soaking pool and one side of that is open to the street with with columns mm. um however as you are clearly a group it is quite easy for you to take over a corner and be broadly left alone unless you seek further interaction with with other people so you are not in a totally private space uh, but mm. you are in a position to have conversations if you want them. As mentioned, this is the onsen episode. As mentioned, this is the onsen episode. I don't... I feel quite... I don't know. I don't feel like I have a lot to discuss right now. Trick's uh, taking a nap. Either. Yep, I'm good. You, you all take naps with rubber ducks on your heads. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. Yeah, and your clothes are clean for you, and you are clean. It's very nice, and none of you are covered in seawater or blood. Or mud, or well, it was mostly your own blood, to be fair, because the automatons didn't really bleed. Um, or the memory of Aboleth slime, <laughs> machine oil. Do you really mind being covered in machine oil, though? I mean, I don't really mind being covered in mud either, but fair, fair. <laughs> but it's not polite Other when you want to sleep in someone else's mind. sheets. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, are, we are really on a player-initiated side quest right now, so it's kind of up to you guys. What do you want to do? Right. Okay. I'm, I'm good to head back to, to kill time and then head back to the, uh, the rooms and let Maynard visit the temple. Yeah. Oh. Um, let me visit the temple. Because nobody <laughs> else... Everybody else is a godmother, so I had to do it. <laughs> Whereas you only bother eldritch entities, which is better. Yes, 
Of course. <laughs> Bill, do you need to? Were you going to see if um, uh, Orpheus was still in town? Odysseus. That's the bunny. <laughs> I made him. St- I've been watching. I feel the like Trick would do that. Trick would say that. <laughs> and yes, yes, I will ask around and see if he's still in town. Trill will uh, go and you know ask around in the. Yeah, you, you you go to the place he was performing last time because yeah. you feel you know, and I'm I'm informed that uh, no, he 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 skipped town like right after your visit. Just shouting, just shouting at Reels back. If only you had some way to discover at a distance. <laughs> if only you knew sending. Uh, if only you had any spell slots left after we mauled the <laughs> temple full of robots. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, not my excuses, fault excuses. Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Odysseus has skipped town. Uh, yeah, F- funny that how he skips town after um. Well, one of the food sellers who 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 appears to recognise you from that really awkward semi breakup conversation oh, yeah. you had kind of gives you this 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 sour look and says, "No, I think you chased him off." Oof. It was complicated. Thank you very much. It's always complicated. Real walks away in a huff. <laughs> you, there is an almost audible eye roll behind you and teenagers. <laughs> Which is unfair, because neither you nor Odysseus is uh, adolescent anymore. He's, he's skipped town. Mm. He's not here. You did advise him to... Uh, I can't remember where you advised... But you, but you definitely had a conversation about where, where it might be possible to. Uh... No, I remember. Uh, you sent, I think you sent them looking for the cult belonging to the skull you've got on the grounds that yeah. it might be nice yes. for yes, Felicity to, have, to like... meet someone her own age. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh. I think this might be a good game, folks. <laughs> we might be onto a good one. Oh. <laughs> Mm. Uh, okay, Rill is uh, Odysseus isn't in town, Rill's just gonna head back to the um, uh, to the inn that they have and be a little a little put out that he he um, cannot, should not be um, in this new and exciting um, service like he's never actually seen one before and he's, he's, a, he's mildly put out <laughs> that he like doesn't get to know what's going on but you know, un- um, understands uh, why. Well, yeah, yeah. She didn't like forbid. Oh no, he's some you from- reason invited him. He would have been like, oh, no, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could. Um, I will be washing my beard. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get your uh, component to cast clairvoyance? Because it would be a hilarious way to finally use that spell. <laughs> it would be a hilarious way to use that spell if I still had it. I swapped it out when we nah. leveled up because I never ever fucking use it. No, that's fair, and you never you never did get the token necessary to actually cast the thing because it's got a component, so that is entirely reasonable. Yeah, he's 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 missing it right now. He's like, oh, if I I would have kept it, if I could have kept it, if I knew this was gonna happen. But he is not, in fact, clairvoyant, so he did not know this was going to happen. Yeah, he must uh, very sad. rely on Maynard coming back and um, spilling all of the juicy gossip. 
and uh, Maynard goes down to the Dwarven Temple, um, which definitely has the feel of, yes, only one of their gods is still around to hear the prayers, but this is definitely a temple to the Dwarven gods. Yeah. Yeah. May he accept the the accolades in... um... They they are are very key. So do you speak Dwarvish? That's a good question. No. I think Rail's the only one in the party who okay. speaks Dwarvish. If only I had some if only I knew some sort of way <laughs> to understand this mysterious language. Yes, I do. Uh you have any spell slots left for it. Yes, I do! Hey Cool. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I can I can cast um comprehend languages for myself. Cool. Yeah, and everyone, everyone is sort of conversing in either common or sometimes under common the older dwarves, which you know you've heard before. We recognise it. Um, the actual liturgical part of the service follows what's clearly a very set formula, and is in the more formal sort of specifically dwarven language, not under common. Which drow also speak under common, but have their own religious legal language it's there's a separation of 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 tongues um and the service the actual prayers and recitations are all in dwarvish specifically not in undercommon um it's clear just from the people around you that this is a very familiar set of formulas. This is probably the same set of prayers said every evening. Uh, it is correspondingly actually quite short. Uh, it's about 15 minutes, maybe, of these formulaic call and response prayers, um, calling upon each of the gods to notice and remember them. Um, each of the gods has their little specific blessing that they're called on for. So Earthshaker is called upon for uh, wisdom in planning and action. Stonewalker is asked for insight and the understanding of hearts. And it goes through like that. And then after these sort of introductory prayers, uh, the priest, uh, Joste, stands up, um, sort of steps out around the altar and says, and uh, I know a lot of you have heard already, but we had visitors today uh, who recently went to the ruins of Browelgrin, and they brought out uh, what, what they say is uh, more or less the whole library of the great temple in Browelgrin. So all of Stonewalker's texts and a number of the vision diaries um, are, are here with us now, and, and we will have to take some time to go through them and to understand what we have and, and whether uh, which parts we should keep and which parts we, we should uh, send to, to our brethren elsewhere. Uh, but uh, one of the adventurers, uh, Maynard, has come to just say a few words about how, how they found them, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Maynard completely forgot that he was supposed to be saying <laughs> things and um, just, just does a bit of a who me and then stands up awkwardly. 
um, obviously towering above everybody else here. Yeah, there, there is basically you are in a room containing thirty-five dwarves and two half elves. Cool. Um, oh, I'm not going to like roleplay saying like the entire debacle, but sure, sure. Just give me the summary of, of sort of how you spin it. I say that we were tasked with finding a alternative entrance to the buried city. Um, which we found, we explored the sunken cities, which seemed intact but empty, and they flood regularly. We managed to teleport into one of the temples in, in our own adventure, where we found these books, which my friend Rill magically dried out so that that you could you could have them and we we didn't think about selling them or or taking them away anywhere else we just wanted to bring them here because i think that a lot of this world has been displaced and you deserve a little bit of something back yay everyone is extremely delighted there is a lot of sort of excited talking amongst themselves a couple of people are crying oh god <laughs> <laughs> and um before closing the service and doing about another five minutes of of, of liturgical prayer um joste informs you that they will be uh, remembering your name uh, in their prayers um for it's not clear for how long she means, but she doesn't say it as if she means like just tonight. It's like more like you have been added to some kind of list of people who who matter and get prayed for. I uh, I want to make it clear to her that it it was real, who really should be thanked. She she is uncomfortable with this. She doesn't <laughs> refuse to believe you. And she promises to also put Rill's name on that list of people to be prayed for, but she's clearly preferring. To pre she doesn't want to think about that. Now that's <laughs> like Adrian that. Rill of the House of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it, it if for for dwarves who had you know his very long historical and bloody relationship with Drow, a footnote is admirable. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. 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 This is a drow whose name we remember with respect is yeah. is better than most drow ever managed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just like and me. the mouthpiece who was also there. <laughs> me. I also helped. <laughs> Rills just like me. I am. I Everyone's am assuming that you did the teleporting because they didn't see another wizard with you, so oh, yeah. you, you must have been doing the teleporting. Obviously, <laughs> clearly. Uh, yes, there there is. Now, this is an important question. Are you staying after the service for Dwarven Coffee? No. I feel <laughs> really, really awkward about this whole thing. And a little bit judgmental about dwarf racism. Yeah, uh, and you just, just so... have that knowledge that if you stay for Dwarven Coffee, you're going to have to shake hands with everyone in this room. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Soon as the prayers are over, out of there, making your escape. Now we'll never know if dwarven coffee is as bad as drow coffee. I know. 
you'll be pleased to hear that uh, although you are spending the night in Vanguard, I don't intend to attack you with puppets tonight. Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> so, once again, if you have things you want to do, feel free to do them. Um, otherwise, we can skip to morning and send you back for your your reward. Yeah. Yes. Feel good about skip that? to morning. Cool. We skip to morning. You have a mediocre hotel breakfast. Definitely the kind of hotel where like, they only do continental. There's no like cooked options. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and head over to the temple, which... Um, you will discover if you don't knock, quite accurately, it's never locked. And you can just go in. And just say it's in one of the back rooms, but you add the sound of four much larger people than all. Um, will poke her head out of her office and blink at you slightly sleepily and then come out. Uh, mug of coffee in one hand. Heavy looking sack in the other. And sit down with you. And now, we, we didn't, didn't exactly agree on, on a sum, which I, I understand that you're not selling these books exactly. Uh, so we had a, a discussion ab about it last night amongst ourselves. And uh, I, I won't go into the, the numerological reasoning behind it um but but what we what we'd like to offer you uh is uh, 1857 gold each <laughs> this laughter is not icy <laughs> okay that's, That's very generous. Enormously generous. Uh, her, her sack contains four smaller bags, all be like, you're, you know what your standard money purse looks like. These are really nicely made and have like nice decorative embroidery on them in um, like contrast stitching. The sorts of things that you put gifts in rather than just purse that you keep your money in. And solemnly hands one to each of the four visible people because she doesn't know there's a gnome. <laughs> ah, you see, that's the issue with your, with your known names and your unknown names. <laughs> Unknown. That's right. Now, the known unknowns, those are scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost everyone you've ever known. Almost everyone I've ever known, that's right. <laughs> And my bumper sticker came off my car because I didn't wash my car before I put it on. No, I'm sad. Oh, no. It's my fault for being a numpty. That is sort of, yeah. That's very much failed your intelligence check. Um, and also, uh, before you leave, uh, I mentioned this to Maynard last night, uh, which is that we, we would like to add your names to our prayer list. Uh, but if you wouldn't mind, uh, we, we, we have a, a book that we, we keep those names in. And I, I'd like to make sure that you're all, you're all in it and spelled correctly and so forth oh well thank you and she'll fetch a, a, a it it's not a huge tome um this is not hundreds of pages of names um but it's far too nicely made to really be considered a notebook it's um a, a, a slim register uh from under the altar and lay it out for each of you to fill in uh, your names 
including your family. It, it, it's looking slightly it's set, unhealthy at real. Yeah, it's set up for dwarves who have uh, tripartite names. Uh-huh. So there is a space for your personal name, your family name, and then your. The word does not quite translate. Um, Deed name? Moitier? No, it's... What it isn't is clan in the sense of blood. It's for your sorority. <laughs> it, is, it is for your social association to which you have a, a permanent belongingness, but that's different from blood relation. Uh, it might totem, be... totem, kind of. Mm. If you were in a small settlement, it would probably be your settlement name. If you were in a large one, it might be your guild uh, or your temple. Just imagining now queer dwarves with chosen family names. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. And now I want a chosen family name for our polycule. Yes. But it's, it is up to you how you fill that out and whether you, like how you split your various names up among the parts, but that's that's how the book is laid out. So it's sort of fitting your name into the columns you've been given. And there's not going to be... She's not going to make you fill in the third one if your name doesn't come with a part for the third one. Yeah. Try and, try and, put, try and, put, a hyphen, try and put a hyphen in it, and just like the hyphen keeps raising itself, and it's like, oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that irritating red asterisk next to it. Sorority <laughs> yet. Sorority name cannot be left blank. I'm just imagining her like leaning in with a little red pen and putting an asterisk. <laughs> just very pointedly maintaining eye contact. Okay, you have signed your names. You have received your startlingly abundant amount of gold. And I'm sorry, can you repeat that amount of gold? <laughs> 1857. 1857. Oh. Nice. So, increasing my total amount of gold from 20 to... <laughs> Look, I didn't um, plan on this side quest, but I feel like, given what you just did for these people... Mm. It's a good time they... for you to bring us up to the wealth by level table? <laughs> I was like, these people, like, like, my players have no money. They're, like, they've gone up a couple of levels since they last got any money. These are some very grateful dwarves. <laughs> Uh, I bet it's all in gold pieces specifically for numerological reasons for numerological reasons it is all in gold pieces it weighs a ton you're going to have to go to a money changer (laughs) I bet we're regretting selling those precious jewels now (laughs) Um, yeah the thing is when you turn up at a money changer with this much gold uh, they're quite happy to serve you Mm. Um, and you can turn uh, whatever portion of it you feel appropriate into platinum. Um, please deduct 20 gold as a commission for the money changer. <laughs> but it's a flat fee commission when you're doing this much, so it's not too bad. I feel like we should also offer some to Zouchette. Definitely. Zouchette will not turn it down. Okay. Uh... She will count through and look calculating for a minute and then just stash it away. Thank you, that will help. I mean, if we cut her in 300 each, that's about fair, isn't it? Mathematically, that's pretty, yeah. pretty spot on. Sounds solid. Reasonably close. Yeah, I think that's fair. As we immediately desperately find reasons to, like, <laughs> emit shed money again. 
just please please take our money away we don't want it <laughs> well i mean really i'm the only one that's got expensive things to buy every now and then yeah i mean you you sort of recognize the calculating look zushet got as the how much is that component i want <laughs> expression yeah i've got i've got nothing i need <laughs> i i need a very large diamond hmm. oh oh we and also then, like... need a very large diamond <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> eventually well is this Why do you, you need can get uh, several <laughs> they've got a they met. They've got a phoenix. They got a phoenix or something. I've been told the story. They have. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna summarize in a way that could be taken as a joke if people. If this is too personal to share, but I feel that we've shared a lot with them. Zushet already. It's like they've got a. They they met a phoenix. They met a phoenix. Who's, they met a phoenix who's not a very good phoenix. They died. I think. That is unusual. Yes. I mean, Seriously? actually, as, as I understand, it's not uncommon for phoenixes to die. Just you know, they tend usually there'll be diamonds to bring them back. Yes, uh, this sounds like a very long and and probably quite personal story. Uh, and I am sorry about your friend. How much diamond do you need for that? Quite a lot. Um, let me check specifically. Let spell go. That would be roughly three hundred. Uh, gold worth of diamonds, so it doesn't have to be a big That's one. That's Revivify, you're thinking of resurrection. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> I was gonna say, we have 400. Uh, I don't have... Okay, that's why I can't find it, don't have it on the list. Who do you need to, uh, resurrect? Shut. Oh, I, I don't need it for a resurrection. I, I need oh. an even larger diamond. For the plane shift? Not for the plane shift, but for the, the there's something better. There's a, I don't know whether that you have whether it's made it to your uh, colleges. Yeah, no, sorry, the, the the DM's brain has stuck fast on. Um, it's a thousand, by the way, resurrection. Yeah, on what what the word would be for spell list that was an IC word for spell list. Um, never mind. Um, <laughs> Arcane knowledge. Yeah, your compendiums. There you go. Mm. That's good enough. I don't know whether it's made it to, to your compendiums, but I, I have a spell. I've never actually cast it because it requires so much resource. Um, plane shift will take us to a plane with a degree of uncertainty as to where we land, only to the one place, and only a certain number of creatures at a time. I have a spell that will take us to a precise point anywhere in in the multiplanar realities, uh, which opens a door that lasts for a minute, which means we can bring through as many people or things as we can get through before the door closes. Oh, oh uh, gate. Uh, yes, that's a close enough translation. Yeah, we, yeah we, we, we call it gate. Oh, well, then you do need a lot of gold. It, it's or... um, about five times as large as the resurrection diamond, I believe. I'd have to compare the, the details in the books, but uh, that's the sort of region it's in. Ah, then yes. It's probably a good thing we just got given a truly enormous amount of money. I say wistfully, having very briefly. Um, 
Oh, although at least the, the gate diamond isn't consumed. The gate the gate diamond is. is oh shit. Yeah. Mm. The gate the, the the gate diamond the gate the spell gate is is gated. Uh, it doesn't no, it does not specify that it's consumed actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just says you have to have a diamond worth at least five thousand gold pieces. Mm. However, Zushet does not have a diamond worth five thousand gold pieces, and I don't Project, think. I don't think my, the main thing is, like the main thing is it'll get us there and back. <laughs> I don't think many people do, um, which is why we're expecting to rely on on plane shift because even the golden flame cannot trivially set me up with a five thousand gold piece diamond. I don't even know where you buy that diamond. That big. I. I don't. I don't think you can. I think you would have to collect smaller ones and fabricate them into a larger, which I can't personally do. But I know it can be done. Mm. I imagine it's the sort of thing where you want to go to the college to actually, or somewhere similar to mm. actually probably get something suitable. It, anyway, this is not enough gold for that, and that wasn't the plan anyway. But uh, if you find yourself, if you come across. An extraordinarily large diamond. I am looking for one. Hmm. noted. Of course, we are going to the realm of Stonewalker, which is not the god most associated with gems, but I can't believe that there's a dwarven god that doesn't at least like them. Hmm. Well, we should be on the lookout for extraordinarily, va- extraordinarily valuable gems while we're in there. Yes, just in, in case we have some spare time in between whatever else we're doing there, we should look out for extraordinarily large gems. Just in case. Hmm. Or large piles of small ones. I mean, I make it a policy to be to be always on the lookout for extraordinarily large gems. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't just pass over them and think, "Oh, I'm not looking for diamonds right now. I'll leave this lifetime's fortune where it sits." <laughs> you know, you raise a good point. Should we maybe buy, say, picks, um, chalk? I say, trying to imagine my imaginings of um, miners. Picks and chalk and that sort of thing before we head out. Chalk, quite possibly. Mining equipment, I, I'm hoping not to need, but well, we might have to pry. It might not hurt to have a couple of picks available. Mm. Uh, I think we probably could use some more rope. All right, picks, ropes. Yeah, general shopping trip for mundane items. Lock and tackle. <laughs> at whatever price the book gives for him. Yeah. Cool. New boots. <laughs> mm. If you feel the need. Stylish hat. And it, 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 and it is entirely... like It's entirely up to you in regards to diamonds. Uh, the diamonds Uchette is talking about, the 5,000 gold, probably would genuinely not be available in this city. Um, however, the 1,000 gold that you need for resurrections, if you wish to spend your gold on that, you can probably find suitable gems. I feel like we can probably find suitable gems when we get closer to a point when we were, are able to return and Reasonable. keep our money for now in case we need it for our quest. Sorry, we, we don't need know how to turn. Don't know how to turn. Five diamonds into a big diamond. It's not. It's not something I know how to do. Well, we could find a one thousand dollar or one thousand <laughs> gold piece diamond yeah. uh, in town. We wouldn't have to. Oh, this this is for resurrection, not for plane shift. 
Yeah, the resurrection is the one thousand, yeah. which you could probably find if you if you wanted to. Yeah. Somewhere in this city, there is probably a box labeled "resurrection size diamond," which mm. <laughs> you could probably locate if you wished to. I think we can pass for now. Okay. Uh, in which case, stock up on whatever mundane items you wish uh, from the book. Uh, if you wish for magical items, let me know what they are if you're going shopping. Mm, that's a very tempting offer. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I suddenly have more money than I've ever seen in my life. Um, I do. feel like if I can secure any kind of enchanted... I've got a magic shield. Got that squared away. Any kind of magic sword could do with a magic oh. sword. There's a sort of It'd place... be nice for more of us to have magic weapons. I think this is a large enough city. I'm sure you can find a uh, an enchanted items equipment Broker. for for people who get into dangerous places kind mm. of shop. So there are a number of uh, standard enchantments uh, in the book. Um, I am also open to suggestions. If you think you have something of an affordable level of enchantment uh, that is not in the book, I, I don't know what's in the book. Um. Um, well, the easiest thing in the book is uh, you can always get a plus one weapon. But also, perhaps we could circle back and and look at stuff. Yeah, this might this be sort of an then... Yes, actually, we, we have yeah. we have been through time. Is... So take take the week to um, think about whether you you do not have to spend any of the money that I've given you, but if you wish to spend it on, on magical items, uh, take the week to think about what those might be. Mm, sounds good. Um, and yeah, we will pick up there with your, your newfound fame and fortune. Yay! Oh, yay. <laughs> I love it. You have actually obtained fame and fortune in a single, a single uh, throw. <laughs> One foul sweep. Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. And I'm sure that having your specific names regularly prayed to to the wrong gods will have no repercussions. Mm -hmm. Look, Real didn't tell me not to. <laughs> <laughs>